Hi, welcome to this podcast. This is basically like my journal. A journal for me because I'm really sad. And I feel so lonely and everything. And I'm trying to hold it together. I'm trying to be okay. I'm trying to be fine. But I'm really sad. And every day is a new day. But every day gets harder. You think, oh, Matt, why doesn't it not just get easier? Because it's not. It's not easier. Every day I realize more things I did wrong. My friends tell me it's not everything I did wrong. But I don't believe them. I think everything. They say, oh, well, she did wrong stuff too, but I don't. I don't see that. Like, she knew I got grumpy at nighttime. But I shouldn't be getting grumpy. She'd ask sometimes, oh, should I still come over? Like, are you going to be grumpy? I was like, no. Uh, We'd hang out. Well, I would be grumpy sometimes. I would get annoyed. I would get frustrated. My heart, my heart hurts. Like, Like a pain in my heart. Not like a heart, a heart attack or anything of that nature. It's like a pain in my heart, like something's missing. I know that sounds so weird, but it does. I feel pain in my heart, like, like it got hurt. It got like punched or something. And they say people die of a broken heart. I can understand that. I can understand how people die of a broken heart. <sighs> and. It's, it's like everything I want to work on, everything I want to do, I want to win her back. But I can't think about just me. If she wants to work on things and allow me to show her everything I've accomplished and I'm continuing to do and work on and fix, that's fine. Um... That's fine, but I look at, is this thing recording? Okay. I look at everything. I look at how I treated her and everyone's like, oh Matt, you gotta give yourself some, some respect. Like, you know, you did nice things for her. How often did she come down to visit just to see you? Like, well, her family was down here, so like, She'd come down to see her family, and she'd see me also. She'd spend time with me. Like, she wasn't just coming to see her family. Like, you know? Um, she would spend time with me. Uh, and everything I keep dwelling on what happened in the past and all the things I did. Like, I told her I'd punch her in the face when she wanted prayer. That's what I dwell on. I didn't go to the gym when she wanted me to. I didn't eat healthy when she wanted me to. I didn't answer the phone and have long, deep conversations with her when she wanted that. Sometimes I'd be texting her and I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go sleep. And she'd be like, no, 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 talk to me. My friend's like, okay. What was it that she, was she just using you for a, somebody to talk to while she was away? And I don't want to think any of that. He's like, was she talking to somebody else? Was she cheating on you? And now that she moved back home, she realized she can't keep it up because you're close by. I'm like, I don't think she would cheat. She said there was no other guy. I I believe her. I don't want to not believe her. And, you know, and his friend, I don't think he understands that I I trust Taylor. Like, she wouldn't cheat on me. If she wanted to cheat on me, she'd have many opportunities I'd never find out. You know, she used to think it was funny. I'd like, oh, whose harm is that? Are you cheating on me? And she'd be like, no, I'm literally in my bathroom or in my kitchen cooking or eating blackberries and cleaning. 
calm. And I feel so dumb. And then my friends are like, why are you sad? Are you sad because you're lonely? Are you sad because she's gone? Are you sad because you have to start over? Are you sad? And honestly, I've thought about those a long time. I'm sad that she's gone because she's such a good person. It's very hard to find a nice person like her. I'm sad because, am I lonely? I have friends, but I want that relationship. I want somebody I'm gonna marry, somebody I'm gonna have children with, somebody I'm gonna be with all the days. And they're like, oh, you know, I want that respect. She respected me, she liked me, she loved me. And she told me that before the breakup, I do love you. And that hurts my soul. For somebody to love me and I tell them, I'm gonna punch you in the face or not answer the phone or, and like my friend was like, well, she was calling at like 11 or 12. I said, she told me she's lonely up there. She's by herself. She's, and I get that. I get like, you're lonely. And then like the one person she used to talk to the most on the phone, on the car rides would be her grandma. And she passed away, unfortunately. And it's so sad. And, you know, it's somebody that she used to always talk to on car rides. She would talk to her other friend, and then she would talk to me. She'd have a, like a routine, like I'd call you, I'd call you, I'd call you. And on the drives, I kind of got pushed out of the, I'll call you. It wasn't as like, I'm going to call you, like it didn't happen near the end. And I would look at all the negatives. When you're looking at negatives, you're looking at negatives. I'm like, oh, you didn't post me on Valentine's Day. Like, what's going on with that? But she posted me on her story. So I forgot about the story, you know? I'm like, oh, it's easy to forget something when you see it and then it's gone. So, yeah. Um, I look back and I see the text messages. I found all the text messages about all the fights. And I realized she communicated so well with all everything. And I even wrote down, I need to go to the gym. I need to eat healthy. And are those breakupable offenses? I don't think so. My friends don't think so, but is asking you to be a better person and you're not doing it yeah she asked me multiple times she gave me many chances she told me that and my friend said why didn't she invite you to the gym when she came back I know you want to eat healthier and I, or I want you to eat healthier I know I want you to go to the gym but can we start going together you know, you're off at 4, I'm off at 6.30 or 7 these days. Can we go together? And, you know, or I should have reached out and said that. I should have said, Taylor, since you're back down, I got us memberships to F45. Can we go to the gym together when you're off work? You know, if you can't go at late at night, we could go early morning, 5 a.m.ers. She didn't like waking up early, but she would do it sometimes. And when I'm alone, I don't like being alone. My thoughts start to eat me alive. I start wanting to text her or call her, and I just have to let it be. If I begin calling her or texting her, it's not going to be healthy because it's going to push her away. I don't want to do that. I don't want to push her away. I want to show her the change I am. Um, I don't want to sleep all day. I don't want to be unmotivated. My friend said I should start taking the medicine. And I think I should. I felt the medicine would kind of fog my judgment but it might fog it in a good way. I'm gonna go watch airplanes right now. That's what I wanna do. 
I felt like she broke up with me before the official breakup, but I didn't put any effort in. I didn't clean my room. I didn't make sure my car was spotless. I didn't do anything to change that cognitive brain function. CBD. Cog cognitive brain something. Um, and I have to change how I think. I have to change how I organize my life. I can't sleep until 10 minutes before I need to wake up and go to work. I can't like have that negative mindset that oh I'll wait until so long and I've been driving more and more like I could have been driving to see Taylor I could have been going over her house every single day and sometimes I'd ask her and she'd say no I'm unpacking I'm this I'm that and I can't dwell on that the, my mom said if we get back together there's gonna be baggage I said I can forgive her she didn't do anything wrong if anything I'll set boundaries like if you have a problem, tell me, Matt, let's, let's talk about this more. Let's discuss this. This needs a discussion in person. This needs a action plan. This needs whatever. And my friend's like, oh, well, she's going to go out and start trying to date people and realize they're all jerks or they just want sex or this and that. And I said, I hope not. I hope in the month it'll turn around and it'll come back. I have to just wait and see. I pray a lot. I pray every day. I feel sad I start praying. I feel anxious I start praying. I feel dumb. It would have been so much better if I had just started working on myself, which she asked me multiple times. She asked me to keep my fingernails short and clean. She asked me to brush my teeth morning, night. I was just doing it at night. She asked me to go to the gym to start eating healthier. Um, and my friend Clark said, oh, but was she eating healthier all the time? And I said, yes, at points, but sometimes she would like eat unhealthy. And it was confusing to me because she's telling me to eat healthy and I might get bole or I might get this and then she eats like cookies and she'd ask me can I have a cookie I'd say no she's like no why you're my boyfriend you're supposed to let me eat what I want and you know, sometimes I would eat a healthy thing I'd get sushi But other times I get a cheese steak. And I think I got two cheese steaks when I was with her. And she probably thought of that as straight, blatant. Oh, he's not listening to me at all. He just got two cheese steaks. That's rude of him. And I didn't do it out of disrespect. I forgot. You know? I completely forgot. And the cheese steak just sounded good. And then, of course, I got french fries with it. So that's not good. It sucks, it sucks. It really does. The whole situation sucks. And then she texted me today. I've had two conversations with her, letting her know I want to work on this. Three, if you count the actual breakup, I said, can we work on this? And she's like, no. And then two after that. And she listened to me. We spoke for a while. And I look so tired. We spoke for a while and she um, she listened to everything I had to say, and then she was kind of like, okay. And she she answered some of the questions, but uh, it wasn't like a yes or a no. 
Um, my friend told me, ask her if there's any way of this getting back together. And she said, I'm not going to say yes, I'm not going to say no. And she said the same thing, like when I said, would you go out on a date with me in two months, yes or no? And she said, I'm not going to give a yes or no answer. And I said, okay. So that's why I'm holding on to hope. She didn't give me a no. And a no is a closed door. And she asked me if I'm working on myself for myself or for her. And I'm doing it for myself. Everything she told me, like, hey, be healthier, eat healthier, this and that. Like, 100%, I should have been doing that a long time ago for myself. Like... Should have been doing that a long time ago for my own self. Um, and when I wasn't doing that for myself, she thought it was disrespect. Matt's not listening to me. Matt's not eating healthy. Matt's not doing anything I say. He's not cleaning his nails. He's not brushing in the morning. And I, I don't lie. Like, she'd ask me, did you brush your teeth this morning? I'd say, no, but I'm mouthwashed. And then I'd make a bullcrap excuse, like, oh, I'm working on it. I'll put a toothbrush in my car or something. And then I'd forget to do it. And then she'd ask me the next day, did you brush your teeth this morning? And I'm sitting here like an idiot, not doing it. And I'm like, no. And like most guys would just tell a lie. Yeah, I brushed my teeth this morning, duh. Um, then she had this like repertoire, like, oh, I don't brush my teeth in the morning or at night. And it's like, okay, you know, that's not doing it. But most guys would just, oh yeah, yeah, I did it, I did it. It's not right. I didn't listen to her. I didn't do it. No, it sucks. Very much so. And then the whole eating healthy and going to the gym. I would start going to the gym like maybe two days, three days. I'd get there and then I'd like stop. Um, I would, you know, she'd be like, are you motivated? So like she always thought I was sleeping. I'd go and like I'd get off work, I'd go home or grab something to eat and then she'd be like, oh, what are you doing, sleeping? And I'd be like, no. Um, and I told her like I want to work on getting my own apartment and I was just kind of waiting to her to move back and I was gonna get a place that she liked that was close to her job and then like she could move in for free I told her um, and see how it went <sighs> breakup I've ever been in. I've only been in two, but this is the most hurtful because this was the girl I felt everything was lining up with. Our careers, our jobs, our likes, like, we would go sit outside and watch the stars. We'd watch the moon, we saw the super blue moon. Yeah, it was like one of our last dates. dumb. I feel really stupid because I lost an amazing girl. Is it over? I really hope not. You know, I'm really doing everything to make myself a better person and hopefully she'll see that and give me another chance. Now, second time around everyone always has a better 
better uh, relationship because everyone's putting in the work again. Um, I'm. Where am I going? I don't want to turn here. I don't want to have issues with our relationship that aren't fixable. Like, I never cheated on her. You know, she was three hours away and I never cheated on her. I don't think she cheated on me. she's that type of person, and she told me she didn't, she wouldn't, right? Um, and I believe her, I trust her. Always have. There'd be times where she kicked me out of her apartment, like, oh, you can stay till Saturday? I think you should leave Friday. And when I told my friend that, he's like, oh, she was cheating on you. And, like, she said she had a lot of stuff going on and a lot to do, like, I don't think she was cheating. Um, at her house, I would like say goodbye to her and get in my car to leave. And I'd be like setting my music up or whatever. And then she'd come outside and be like, what are you doing? Why didn't you leave yet? And like, I'm setting my music up. And I thought that was like weird. Like, okay, why'd you, like, why'd you like watching me to make sure I leave your house? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, she's never done that before. And I still love her so much. I care about her. I want nothing but the best for her. And I wasn't being the best person I could be. Um, I am working very hard to be the best version of me. I'm striving and trying to show her I can change, I am changing, and I will continue to grow and change. And maybe she'll get back with me, maybe she won't. If she chooses not to, I have to accept that. You can't change how somebody feels can't change it. You can talk to them about fixing things. Hey, will you work on this? Will you work on that? And that's what she did. And when it gets to a point where they're resentful or this or that, then there's problems. And it came up to the point where I asked her, I said, well, can you text me before you go to sleep each night? And she's texting me, she said, good night, since she wanted me to text you before I go to sleep. And obviously, like, I probably felt a little bit annoyed by that. Um, and she did it, like, the next night, hey, good night. And then it stopped. And you know this, it's hard to keep something going, especially with so, such distance between us. I think the most hurtful thing I ever said to her was, oh, driving to you is a waste of my gas and time and money. And she wrote me a long message about that. I told her I'd bop her on her forehead and tell her she had, should have had to be eight. Like, I just said so many hurtful things. And people might be like, oh, well, that's not so bad, like you were frustrated, you're angry, you have to work on your frustrations and your angers and prevent yourself from doing or saying things you don't want to say. Like maybe say, I'm feeling annoyed, please let me walk away. I'll be back. And just step away. And, um, you know, that can only work if I communicate that. If I say, Taylor, I'm getting really annoyed. Please, I have to walk, take a walk. Or if I tell her, hey, 
Sorry, there's like a train going by and it's starting to stop and it's giving me anxiety. But she, she didn't understand anxiety. She has, one of her best friends has anxiety. She'd always ask me, why are you tapping your fingers? And I said, I don't know, Taylor, I'm just tapping them. And every time she saw me tapping them, I'd say, why are you tapping your fingers? I'm like, I don't know, Taylor. I don't know, I just do it. I don't just, you know, you know I do it. You know I, why do you keep asking me? She said, I just want to make sure you're aware. Okay, I'm aware. What does it matter if I'm aware or not? I'm tapping them. And I told her one day, I'm like, each syllable you say, I tap my finger. So I like, remember what you're saying. But it, like, I don't like repeating myself. I don't like having the same questions asked to me. Like, something in my brain causes me to get annoyed and pissed off about that. Um, the whole, like, thing, she was, what are you going to do before bed? And I said, brush my teeth, mouthwash, lay down, text you goodnight, go to sleep. She's like, what else? I'm like, I don't know, go for a run, but I don't know if I'm going to run today. She's like, what else? I'm like, I don't know, is it in the bathroom? She's like, no. I'm like, I don't know, Taylor, uh, just lay down, sleep, text you goodnight, I'm not running. She's like, what else? I said, I don't know, Taylor, punch you in the face? And, you know, the frustration of that, and she said, hung, hung, hung up the phone, obviously, and, um, she texted me and said, I wanted you to pray for me, and I felt like the biggest jerk, and, um, it hurt my soul because she's never asked me to pray for her. She knows I'd pray every night. She knows, you know, and I told her, I pray for your family, I pray for Riley, your dog, I pray for you, I pray for my family, I, and she was asking for prayer because she had a big test. And it hurt me, it hurt me so bad to, to have that happen. To have that, you know, type of reaction to her. And I really, you know, it just sucks. And every time she texts me, um, it opens up a little excitement, I guess is the best way to describe it. Like, I get a little excited, like, oh, she texted me. And I forget all the bad stuff that I did. So, like, say we got in a fight about not eating healthy. And I said, okay, I'm going to try and work on that. The next day we go out for lunch, and I order a cheeseburger or chicken tenders. And... She's looking at me like, what are you doing? And I completely forgot about the whole conversation the day before about eating healthy, about being healthier. And, you know, that sucks because she's looking at it like blatant disrespect, blatant rebellion. Like, I'm not going to eat healthy. Look at me eat my cheeseburger in front of you. And it wasn't like that. It was not like that at all. I just completely forgot. And I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to work on my memory thing. And her um, love language is words of affirmation. So she likes uh, nice words like, oh, your cooking was so good. Thank you. You have beautiful eyes. Oh, your outfit's so cute. And I would try and be so conscious, cautious, conscious of that. And try and like, oh, you know, when we go on a date, oh, you look very pretty today. Look how beautiful you are. She'd be like, ah, oh. or she would be like, okay. And, you know, or one of our last dates, I was like, wow, you look so pretty in your dress. It's so, You look so nice. Look at you. And that was genuine. I'm not just saying it. Like, sometimes I'd have to think of, like, moments where I'm like, oh, I should try and fill her love language and let her know, like, something. Like, try and say something nice. I wrote it on a notepad. Or a sticky, I hung it up. Um, keep the conversation going was one of them. Keep talking. And another one was, um, uh, was something else regarding her. Words of affirmation, keep the conversation going. And stay, stay motivated. I don't know what the third one was. I can 
almost see it, but I would be on the phone with her and she'd say, you're not talking. I said, Taylor, I'm asking you questions, but you're not like asking me anything back. She's like, yeah, but you should ask me questions. Keep me entertained. And, you know, it's like, I thought I was talking, but I wasn't. And when we first started dating, we would talk on the phone for like two or three hours. Like, super long time. Longest I've ever spoken to anybody on the phone, honestly. And it was, it was great. I loved it. She'd be driving home from my house and I'd be talking to her. And then she'd get home and then we'd continue to talk. And then when she moved away to Orlando, like it got to the point where we'd be like talking on the phone and then I would, she'd get home and say, okay, I'm home. I'm going inside. And I'd be like, okay, well, it's nice talking to you. Bye. And then, um, you know, it slowly, I guess, ate away at me in a sense. Um, and even at her apartment. Oh, I'm at my apartment. I'm going to go upstairs. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Then, like, hours go by and then I call her again. And that's like, I should have had a conversation. Like, Taylor, when you get to your apartment and you go upstairs, like, call me back. I want to talk to you. I wasn't done telling a story. And then when she called back, I'd forget the story. And it's not about me. It's about her. What are her feelings? She needed to go upstairs and organize and shower, whatever. But also I need, had a need to continue talking and finish my story. Her need is looking for a husband that's going to be able to take care of the children, keep the household clean, work, and take care of his health so that he's around a long time and a good example for the children. Was I fulfilling the cleanliness? No. Was I fulfilling the take care of myself? No. All I was doing was working, making money. You know? I would clean my car and then it would start to get dirty again and that sucked. I'd start to tidy up my apartment a little bit and then I'd vacuum and then time would pass and it wouldn't, it would go back to regular. I'd get this motivation out of nowhere and then it would just be gone. And I got these anti-anxiety pills like back in March or in September. and. I never took them, but I'm looking back, I'm like, what if I had, what if I took these? What if it changed my motivation, it changed my irritability, it changed everything. And uh, things worked out. And I drove to see her one day after work and I talked to her and I was like, Taylor, uh, I feel like you're distancing yourself mentally to break up with me and you just string me along. And I don't think she used that like as fuel, like, oh I'm stringing you along you know she stopped inviting me out to things like she didn't want me to go to her um, aunt's Christmas Eve party and her mom invited me and it was like hard just like it was weird I was like okay your mom invited me she's like yeah but you shouldn't have come and I'm like she's like it was only family and I'm like we've been dating four years how is this not family or almost four and then Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, like when it was time to kiss me, she went to go check on her dog, and that's fine, but like, either I should have chased after her, or she should have said, hey, I'm gonna go inside and see Riley, come with me, so I can get my kiss. Like, micro-acknowledgements. My birthday, she went home and saw her family, and then it was like 7 p.m. or something, she's like, okay, I can hang out now. So I drove over to see her, and I was like, hmm. You know, all I wanted to do for my birthday was hang out with her. And the fact she had off school, my birthday was on like a Friday or something. And I'm like, I'll be able to see her. And I was very excited. But I only hung out for a little bit and it didn't feel much of, you know. Um, and 
then her grandma passed away and that was really sad and she didn't want me at the celebration of life or whatever they're called and I went to McDonald's and I got a happy meal because her grandma used to get happy meals and I sat and cried I watched the dedication or the remembrance video thing and I cried and cried and cried and it was hard for Taylor too I'm sure but I wanted to be there to like comfort her and she didn't want me to she didn't even want to talk about it and I was like confused I'm like why why don't you want to talk about this it's not like I never met her grandma you know it really hurt and I'm sure she hurt too and she said she had been thinking about this breakup for a while and I told her like you're gonna move back home you're only gonna be 30 minutes away things will get better and then she moved back home and I was still hanging out with friends and I'd ask her what time are you off what are you doing after work oh I don't know I'm like okay well if you want to hang out let me know and and she's a really good cook she cooks really good food and I love that I want a woman that can cook good food I want a woman that doesn't curse that doesn't have tattoos that doesn't have like weird piercings like her nipples or something that is caring that wants children that's good with kids she babysits she works wants to work with children for her career She has a great career. She's good financially with her money. She's not out spending it like crazy. She's not going to clubs. She's not out getting drunk and falling over and I have to go pick her up. She has a lot, a lot of good qualities. You know? And maybe, maybe I didn't do everything maybe I didn't do that but there's a lot I did do I'd make sure she had money I made sure she was happy with maybe not happy like when I talked on the phone as much but anytime she would call I'd answer my phone was always on and she had a special ringtone she had a special text tone she'd text me I wake up and I say hello sometimes I was just so sleepy I didn't even hear it I'd wake up and have like 10 text messages from her like I, sometimes I can sleep through loud noises and everything it just depends on how tired I was that day and I understand why she wanted me to eat healthier and work out my mood would start to change maybe I won't be so grumpy uh, maybe I'd have more energy to do stuff maybe I'd be awake more and want to hang out and be active and present put my phone away like if Taylor and I like if she agrees to talk and you know work on things I need to write an action plan I need to say here's what I'm gonna work on or not work on here's what's gonna be changed in the relationship um, coming back together and we can start off slow just go on a couple dates see how she feels and, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't see her getting back with you. But that's between you and her. And I made some mistakes, reached out to her family and whatnot, but it is between me and her. And all the things I'm holding on to is we still share iPhone locations. Um... She reaches out to text me from here and there. Like she asked me to send her a picture of my buddy's puppy because her mom wanted to see. And like some people are like, oh, I didn't tell anyone this yet, but you know, most people might be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have replied. Maybe you should have said, ah, I don't want to send you a picture of the dog and be mean. But I'm not a mean person. And she said, you're a nice guy. But, lady, what are you skipping the line for? But I'm maybe too nice at times, but that's just who I am. I don't want to be a jerk to her. She did nothing wrong. 
know. She's a nice person. And I'm a nice person, but... Maybe our two paths, her moving back, maybe, um, maybe we'll get back together, you know, it was eye-opening, this breakup, it hurt my soul, and I told her, I said, this has been heartbreaking and eye-opening, and I'm sorry, like, I'd work on, like, getting back together, I'd make sure I set boundaries. Make sure that she knows that she's special to me. Hanging out with her is more important than anything else. My friends, they come second. Taylor comes first. Date night once a week. Hang out. Be with each other. Quality time, quality words. No, that's my love affection, quality time. So her moving away, I, I might not have been the nicest because I didn't feel like I was getting what I felt I needed or wanted. Or And there's no excuse I should have communicated that with her. Like, I need my quality time, Taylor. Um, and I tell her, listen, when we're together, we're going to go to the gym together. We're gonna, like, I'll have my apartment and we'll cook together. We'll go grocery shopping together and pick out healthy foods. Doesn't mean we can't have unhealthy food once in a while as a treat, like if we wanna have a little piece of cake, but in moderation. So, I have to learn to express myself better. be a better person for not just me but for her and it sucks that it ended but there's hope for me that it can continue I can see Um, you know, that there's hope that we can work on this. She didn't say a definite no. No, she didn't say yes either. I think maybe this is my thinking, but maybe I'm wrong. She wants to see that I will change. She doesn't want to get with somebody that's going to go back to their normal ways. She's not going to go get back together just to have it fall into oh matt's sleeping till noon and he's not even sick or anything oh matt's not even uh cleaning his apartment he's not cleaning his car it's not staying clean he's eating unhealthy he's not going to the gym anymore like she doesn't want that to happen and her to look like a fool oh taylor got back with matt and he did the same exact thing like we all told her it's not good. You know, a few weeks back she said, I don't think you're going to change. And I said, I'll show you. You know, Matthew 2.0. She said, and your grumpiness. I said, yes, and my grumpiness. That's the biggest thing. And that's why she pointed that out. Like, obviously hygiene's important. Um, we went on a date before, a week before the breakup, two weeks. And I kissed her, and it was like a peck, and I should have caught on to that. But she said, oh, you smell nice. I said, yeah, I wanted to smell really nice for our date. And then that date, I ended up, my stomach hurt, and I ended up throwing up, and I felt dumb. Because I didn't even get to, like, say goodbye to her. And then, you know... Uh, my, I was hanging out with my friend and she texts me Hey, what are you up to? I said, I'm out having a drink with my friend Joey So I wanted to hang out But never mind And 
I should have been like, okay, I'm leaving now, though. I'll come see you. So it looks like I was pushing her away. But I just feel awful about everything. And I like to plan things like uh, when I needed to communicate. Hey, I plan to hang out with my friend uh, Thursday. Is there anything going on? If so, I'll tell him no. Like, I'll cancel. She says, I want to hang out with you. Okay. And that was before. Like, if I hung out with her that Thursday and talked with her maybe about our situation, maybe it would have changed. Like, hey, Taylor, I want to go to the gym together. I want to work on us. I haven't been fulfilling my desires as a boyfriend to you and doing what your needs are and stuff. Like... And who knows? I've just been praying every day. When she does text me, I... I just think. And everyone says, give her her space. But the fact that she's texting me asking for dog pictures... Maybe she's had her space. Maybe she's done. And... Maybe... I can have a friendship. But... You know, is that something I'd be okay with? Is that something that would work out in the past? She's like, if we break up, do you think we could be friends? And I was like, I don't know, Taylor. I don't know. If you got like a boyfriend, I'd feel kind of weird. But she also used to text her ex Ian when I was with her. Um... And, you know, I was annoyed by it, but she finally told me, like, he's suicidal. And she felt like if he did something, uh, it would be her fault. And that's the only reason she would reach out to him, but that's it. And I was like, okay. Like, I understand that, but, like, she's like, as time goes on, I don't feel that way anymore. And I was like, okay. And, like, there's so many cute games we would play. Like, we would look up at the air. Like, she babysat this boy, James. The cutest little boy. (laughs) I used to go meet with her at the park. And we would hang out. And it was like like we were a happy family even though it wasn't our kid but like that's what I wanted I felt so happy with her like walking with the little boy and watching him play at the park and I was like this is what our life will be like and then we went to like Sawgrass Mall with her cousin or niece with her niece and it was also like the same it was like oh this is what having a child together is going to be like and like the little boy would be like truck truck or he'd look at airplanes and she'd be like oh yeah look at that airplane so me and Taylor would play a game which airplane is it is a spirit united American and it was awesome it was truly awesome like all the little inside jokes inside things like that make Taylor Taylor Um, you know, Taylor's her own person, I'm my own person, and I have things I have to work on, and I'm not saying it's all going to happen overnight, but it's 21 days to break, 28 days, 21, 21 days to break a habit, 28 days, either way, habits are being broken, um, I'm working to fix myself. And I want... My goal is to fix myself. Go have a chat with Taylor, person to person. Human to human. And at the end of the chat, see what she wants to do. Like, Taylor, would you like to go on another... Like, meet up and have an actual date and see how it goes. You know, 
uh, my last conversation, I told her everything I was working on. She was like, hasn't even been 30 days yet, Matt. It takes 21 days to break a habit. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry. I just wanted to talk to you. You're beautiful. You can get a new boyfriend tomorrow. And it's true. And she said, uh, well, they're all weird. And I'm like, well, I hope I'm not, I didn't say this, but I hope I'm not like weird, weird. Like I know everything about her. She knows everything about me. She knows all my secrets, like all my secrets. She always asks me, do you have a secret? Do you have a secret? And I'm like, Taylor, I don't have any. And it's unfortunate, but it was true. Like I've run out of secrets. I've told you everything. And like, if something new came up, I would obviously tell her. I'm not like holding secrets from her. And I'd ask her if she has a secret and she'd say no. And then sometimes she would, she'd say something like, oh, when I was a child, I used to sit under the playground and let sand fall on my head and then I'd pick it out. I was like, oh, that's cute. Why didn't you just like pour sand in your hair and then pick it out? She said, I don't know. I wanted it to like fall in there. And like, you know, we always enjoy many things travel we liked going places new places we enjoyed um, looking at the stars the moon going to the beach during the day paddleboarding boating even though we didn't boat often um, she enjoyed you know I enjoyed going to the beach at night but she didn't enjoy it as much as me um, finding new restaurants and places to eat and sometimes we would just drive. I remember she was upset at me and I picked her up and we just drove and talked. And at times, like, she would be talking to me and yeah, 